Welcome to the Black Sheep Recovery Warfare Podcast, where it is our mission to debunk the lies of the enemy and announce freedom to those still lost in the darkness and addiction. What is up and welcome to the official launch of the Black Sheep Warfare Recovery Podcast. My name is Palmer. I uh, I guess I'm kind of a co-host here, but I'm more of a guide um, and a sounding board to our man, Brother Phoenix over here, who this is the, the vision that God gave him. Um, for those that don't know, uh, Brother Phoenix and myself, we did a podcast episode on another podcast that I'm on called the Unashamed Recovery Podcast. Please go check that out. Uh, Josh Drew. And myself, we would love for you to check that one out as well. But we did a podcast where we brought you in and uh, let you tell our story, or your story, sorry, let you tell your story. And um, through that, through calling your episode the Black Sheep episode, kind of brought about this whole thing. So, Well, it really backed, I can back up a lot farther back than that when I was in prison in the middle of the night. Um God spoke to me that one day I would host my own podcast. And I didn't know what that meant at the time because at the time I'd never even listened to a podcast. <laughs> and, uh, oh you know, that God, was probably, podcast? yeah, that was probably three years ago. And, uh, from there, after I got out and I, a few months later, I joined a, up with celebrate recovery and I got to, the subject came up and, um, we got to talking about it and, uh, the, couple of guys I was talking to about, I was like, well, what, what, is, what does that entail? And so, like, oh, you got to have all this equipment and you have to have a studio and you have to do this and you have to do that. And they were really kind of negative about it, but not negative. But at that time I didn't have the means or the money or anything to do anything like that. So a few months. We still don't. By. So if you yeah, want to, exactly. uh, you know, donate, you know, yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome. Without a doubt. And there will be a link for <laughs> donation or whatever. But um, if you wanted to have, have a love offering, but anyway, so <clears throat> through that, um, so I, I just kind of said a prayer to God because I didn't have that kind of change at the time and still don't. Um, I just gave it to God. I said, if this is truly what you want me to do. And this, if this is what you want, you know, then your will be done and you'll make a way. And mm-hmm. a couple months later, I'm at a night of hope event in Brandon and, um, shout hope, out Eddie pool, shout out Eddie pool at hope fellowship and was introduced to Josh Hollingshead. And he just happened to be short a guest that backed out on him and he uh he called me up so i me and palmer went to um meridian and uh recorded and And that audio did not work thank you well thank the enemy (laughs) for that so we ended up recording the episode at our home short at our home church the point shout out point that's right that's right star brandon road so we uh yeah so we got together and we did um a special episode josh and drew could not come down to the point so we did a special episode just me and you and uh, called it the black sheep, and from yeah, so, there, basically... So the funny thing about that was, like, we had a conversation after that was recorded outside with Josh, and he had told he had said that he had considered changing his podcast name to, <laughs> to the, the black, black sheep. sheep. And and uh, at that time, I was like, well, if you're not going to take it, I'm going to take it, because one day I'm going to have my podcast. And he never ended up taking it. But then, yeah. a couple this months... This man and, over here was like, you want to do another podcast? <laughs> no, not really, but yeah, yeah. sure, why not? So then a couple, you know, some By more the way, time. shout out Glenn and Amanda and Ron. Amen. What's up, y'all? What's up? 
So then, a couple months later, uh, me and Eddie are talking, and um, um, that was a pretty interesting conversation because we were looking at the the uh, at where we were going to have the recovery fest over in Brandon, over by the uh, Brandon Amphitheater, and um, I just popped in my head. I said, "Why don't we? Uh, why don't I just reach out to Clay Edwards and see if we can promote this thing?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, give him a call." So through that being on his show, he introduced me to Danny, the producer, Audio Alchemy. Shout out, Audio Alchemy Studio. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Danny. This is awesome. I and, love um, this place. Um, here we are. So um, we, uh, but backing up to the the name of the Black Sheep was for uh, last Easter for a full, I don't know, two weeks or so. It was really on my mind. Uh, God had me waking me up at three o'clock in the morning with all these, I didn't even have a show yet and having you know, all these topics and all these testimonies that I can have on there and all these ideas for this show. So I'm jotting all this stuff down. So I got, he's obviously prepping me for it. Right. And for like those couple of weeks, like the name black sheep kept coming up. Like me and my, uh, my brother, Justin were coming home one day from a job and he saw a buddy of his, uh, of his pulled over with a flat tire or something. So we pulled over to help him and dude had on a, a hat that had a, that had a black sheep on it that said black sheep on it. So I was like, okay. That was after Josh. So uh, he, you know, so you took uh, his hat. Yeah, stole his hat, <laughs> beat him up, took his hat, and no, but it was a completely different logo. So I didn't steal that logo or anything. But uh, that was after you know we had the conversation in Meridian about black sheep, and then uh, Mama Kim Harrington did a devotion that Sunday at Celebrate Recovery at the Grace Church. Shout out Grace Church at three thirty on the afternoons at Sunday if you need a recovery meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she did a devotion on black sheep, and then. Jim, uh, my pastor over at the point uh, at Easter, uh, read from Isaiah 53, verse 11 and 12. The last two words of it are black sheep. <laughs> so I looked up at God. Okay, God, I got the name of the podcast. So we're going to, okay, so when <laughs> okay, are we going to? Okay, God, yeah. okay, God, okay, So this has God. been in the making for about three years since I was in prison. So it's just the way things lined up in God's will. So we are. All right, so let me ask you. You know, we've done your story. Yes. Is that where we want to start? Do we want to tell at least a little bit of your um, backstory so that... I will touch on some of it. Um, I did, you know, the, I, I do have that unashamed episode, but there's a lot of stuff I didn't talk about, you know, right. time consuming. But what... My, yeah, with you, we could do about four or five episodes. Oh, man, we could do several. And we but, probably will, and we, I mean, uh, likely it'll come up throughout the, you know, coming weeks. But what I really want to touch on today out of my testimony is... Um, it's like what what I'm aiming this toward uh, is toward the lost addict and anybody or anybody lost in any type of darkness that that has the enemy in their ear with these lies because that's where I was at toward the end before um, you know Jesus literally walked into hell and pulled me out of it. Right. So I'm believing lies like you can you can never be forgiven. God will never forgive you for what you've done. Right. Um, there is not restoration for you with, with the people that you hurt. Um, I had literally accepted the fact that I was going to be an IV needle user for the rest of my short life coming up. I didn't, you know, I was believing all these lies. And, um, and so some episodes, um, that I'm going to have are going to be a dark, deep testimony where people were literally in hell and, uh, through the light of Jesus Christ was able to be pulled out of it like a literal awakening. 
And, uh, you know, I'll have testimony episodes like that. I'll have topic episodes where, I, I you know, there's the like uh, intrusive thoughts, how to fight that, you know, sort of like some giving you some weapons against spiritual warfare, you know. Right. Um, I've yeah, I think I think most of this came came all about because you wanted to talk about spiritual warfare, which I, I would think that both of us got that idea and that knowledge from our associate pastor, Jennifer Miller. Amen. So there will be a time where we'll ask Miss Jennifer Miller to come on the podcast and, and, and talk more about spiritual warfare. But hold on. Before we get too far ahead of ourselves, sure. let's explain what the black sheep is. This was your vision, but you have a definition of what you call uh, of why you believe you were the black sheep, you are the black sheep, you you believe there's an army of us black sheep. And once you gave me the definition, I truly understand that, I, hey, man, I'm part of this. I'm part of this uh, black sheep army. So let's walk the whole definition of why. Why is this called the black sheep? Why do you think you're the black sheep and, or one of the black sheep? So I'm, I'm not per se right. the black sheep. Sorry. Okay, so a black sheep, right, so... Jesus left the 99 to go get that one. Right. All right. So I was that sheep. I was that, that white sheep. That was the hundredth one. And I'm sure there's millions of them right. that decide to do things their own way, not the shepherd's way, not listening to the shepherd. You know, he wants to go off and do his own thing. And he ends up, you know, scarred up, tangled up, barbed wire, gets in fights with right. all kinds of other animals. I mean, just goes through hell. And by the time that Jesus gets to this black sheep, or this sheep, it's completely covered in mud, black, you know, whatever, right. grime, dirt, scars, cuts, blood, whatever, you know, bruised. And, you know, he throws— That's the imagery that you have in imagery. your head yes. of that, that hundredth, mm-hmm. you know, that he left the 99 to go get that one. And yes. when he shows up to that one, that one's not clean anymore. Mm-hmm. That one's dirty. It's gone its own way. So I'm certainly one of those. Amen. And, uh, you know, by the time he gets it back to— the other 99, you know, he's already washed his spotless clean with his blood and, you know, covered in the blood of Jesus. Right. He's, for, you know, just like he was before, except for one big difference in the other 99. He still has scars. Right. You know, it's, those scars are healed or healing, but he has scars. Right. And the wombs have been closed. So, but we still have those scars. Yeah. I like it. So, as far as, so I've met so many people. And, uh, and since I started this journey and this walk with Christ that have these, these same stories and they literally have stories where they have, the veil has dropped and actually, you know, can see the spiritual warfare around them, the war that comes along with it. Like when I was out there in my addiction, like this is what I believe. And a lot of people I've had this conversation with, it's like, especially with methamphetamine, I believe that there's that this this drug was created by Satan himself. If you think about the word meth and break it down with the letters M E T H, you know, uh, to me or you know, it could stand for the main entrance to hell, right. because that's what it is. I mean, right. this is. I mean, I did all every drug known to man coming up, and up until I got to methamphetamine, I thought I. I mean, I never had complete control over any of it. But when I when I started using meth and especially shooting it, things started happening that were just insane, like um, the shadow people. Right. I believe that the shadow people are actual demons that we can actually see around. And I, you know, and I've had so many conversations with people. So like this is literally going wrong along on around all of us at all times. These shadow people are there. 
Right. These demons are there, and they are there to oppress and lie and all of that. Did you ever see the movie Ghost? Yes. With Patrick Swayze? Yes. Man. There's a there's a scene in there where the shadow people like right. literally come up and, and they steal drag some yeah drag Sam, that person Sam but it was his best friend yeah, yeah. drag his drag soul him. to hell man and that's that's kind of what that's that's kind of what you're and, looking and looking you can, at when you're high on methamphetamine you can literally see those things right but God dropped a veil on me toward the end there like and all of that like He showed me like he, it was like a war over my soul because He knew that I was getting suicidal and so He started showing me light so. He took away my ability to get high, but he didn't take away my ability to see. So one day I'm having, I see this war around me and the shadow people were there and they were coming, but God opened up a light in front of me. I was walking through this neighborhood and I followed this, this narrow path of light down this road and down another road. And then I hooked a right on another road. And when I hooked the right on this road, it's like every house I walked by was a how he he shine, he would put he would highlight a house and I would look over at it and I would see a house that I literally grew up in from my past or that was from my past like one of the first ones I saw was the house I was as I was in as a child with my mother and my father and my sisters and you know all that love that came along with that I looked across the street that house was highlighted and this was literally my grandparents house that was on Marydale in South Jackson nice. I continue walking down the road and I'm, every house I walk by I see so this is God giving me vision, right? Right. So this wasn't long after my sister had died. And um, so I get to one house in particular, and I didn't recognize this house. And then I was kind of elevated above it to where I could see in the backyard. My, I promise you this sounds like a drug-induced thing, but it's not. This is all God. <laughs> so then I'm literally above this, and I'm looking down in the backyard, and God hits this huge, tall, beautiful tree with some light, turns this light, I mean, this tree completely silver gleaming all the way down to the trunk base of this tree. And my sister was at the bottom of that tree, my little sister, and she was happy and she was good and she was fine. She was in the presence of God, and he showed that to me. It was almost like he was showing me what the new heaven and new earth are going to be like. Right. So you're going to be reunited with your family and, all, you know, all that happiness and joy and peace, and that's what I felt. And... You know, so I was in that warfare, but he was showing me light. He right. knew I was getting suicidal. He knew I wanted to die, but he was just showing me that there is light out of that darkness. So this black sheep thing, there are millions upon millions of other people that are stuck in this. Right. And they believe these lies of the enemy. And I'm, I am, and along with other black sheep that are going to be on this show, are here to announce freedom to these people that we're going to speak truth to them and let them know that restoration is possible. Right. We serve a God of possible. Uh, forgiveness is possible. God loves you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Even in that addiction, in that darkness right now, he is right there with you. And, yeah, and I like how we're, we're starting this on December 1st yeah, um, because we're, we're going into um, holiday season. Yeah. Some people say holiday season, so I'm trying to be somewhat political, but we're going into the Christmas season where we're, where we're uh, celebrating the birth of Christ. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, like I said at church the other day, that a lot of people, man, this is a tough season. Very tough you know, season. You're, you know, you suicide rates are high this, this time right. of year. You know, people are on the streets, you know, where the, um, you know, it, just as I just described that or you know, there was a couple of holiday seasons that went by where I had a, a needle hanging out of my arm where I'd, I'd right. much rather have been with my family. Right. And, um, but, uh, you know, I, you know, I was being oppressed by the enemy and 
like I said, I'd accepted that, you know, and right. Did, so, I, you know. so to, so, you know, starting this podcast right now is, is a great, great thing to talk about, um, how to not be so stressed, yep. you know, um, or to hopefully this will be a light to the people that are, that are struggling. Yes. So, um, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like what, what you're trying to accomplish here is a great thing. I especially love the idea of you bringing in people who you hurt yes. and, um, you never thought that you would be able to have that relationship again or any kind of relationship again. And um, being able to bring in those type of people and hear their side of the story, um, man, that's that's going to be very, very powerful. Not not only to just be able to bring in people that, you know, we're going to have topics, we're going to have testimony, we're going to have discussions yeah. and stuff like that. But, man, I, I feel like this, this is an awesome chance for people to be able to hear the other side. Sure. And, um, you know, there will be other other guests that will, you know, like, let's just say, like a, a mother and a daughter that, right. Uh, uh, we're going through the same thing and like, like uh, their restoration story. So I'll have restoration testimonies. Right. Like, you know, they'll be able to talk, you know, uh, share both of their stories and how through the Holy Spirit and Jesus, they were able to come back together as one, right. you know, a, a father and a, a son, uh, a husband and a wife. Right. You know, there's a lot of that, man. There's a lot of, um, especially couples. Well, it's time, it's time to kick the, gates into hell and go back in i mean that's what we're here for it's like we're God, ready to storm hell's gates yeah, with water hoses. that's right that's right it's, it's time it's time to you know uh go into that darkness with with all the led light we can take of jesus i mean it's, it's like it's time amen and um you know god saved me from it and i was the lowest of the lowest scum of the earth piece of you know what and and if it can happen for me it can happen for anybody yeah, and what I like about um, your your podcast or our podcast, however you want to put it, but um, and the Unashamed Recovery podcast, what I love about it is um, we're not just going to focus on drugs and alcohol. Um, you know, no, there's you know, sexual abuse, there's right. lust, there's pornography. There, Amen. I mean, I ruined a you know, I just I, I ruined a relationship out of uh, sexual immorality and pornography, and then. You know, a twelve-year relationship, and right. uh, that relationship got restored, and she's now my best friend in the whole world. And I, I, you know, and that's all Holy Spirit. That is all right. Jesus. And but um, that's what, but that's what I was getting at. You yeah, know, sure. The, the, I mean, there's so many people that are like, "Well, this podcast isn't for me because I have never been addicted to drugs," or right. "This podcast not for me because I've what? never been addicted to alcohol." Perfect example. I know a woman by the name of Karen. She's over at Trinity uh, Trinity Wesleyan. She said to me one time, she was like, you know, drugs ruined my life, and uh, I've never done a drug in my life. Amen. You know, and, uh, you know, she had, she had <laughs> yeah, lost her oh, son. So and, um, but, um, you know, the, Dan, but, you might want to mute a, that, that mic over there. I hit it. I'm sorry. She is a <laughs> she's a black sheep warrior, bud. Yeah. And she's never done a drug in her life, man. She's got this whole campaign going on over at Trinity Wesleyan Church. Shout out yeah. to their CR Thursday night at 630, yeah. um, where... Uh, uh, faces of fentanyl. My sister's up on that wall, and yeah. um, you know, so y'all might want to go and check that out on a Thursday night. It's a beautiful wall. It, it, it gives not you know. It's, you think about the people that have never done drugs that are affected by drugs. Yeah, you know what every, I mean. Like those are the, honestly, those are the people that don't get talked about a very lot. I'll tell you another one doesn't get talked to about a lot is gang members. Yeah, how about those guys? It's like uh, they, you know, a lot of them they don't need to you know, do a lot of 
you know, drugs in their life, but, you know, they hurt a lot of people. Oh, and yeah. they come out of that lifestyle. Yeah. They come out of that culture, and they come to Jesus. And that's, we're after those two. You know, we're after gang members. We're after prisoners. I mean, I'll uh, tell you what, man. In prison. I, I mean, um, I'm, I'm going, you know, we're, we're going into the darkness, and we're going to bring them out. I need to uh, shout out to um, my old pastor back home, Raymond Wilkinson. I need to get him over here. I need to get uh, his, his, one of his good friends, Jim, over him. Jim used to be the uh, president of the Banditos yeah. in Shreveport. I would and, love to get him in. And he, uh, when he became a Christian, he basically walked into, if I remember his story correctly, he basically walked into, you know, the other, the other, a big Bandito meeting. It was just like, I'm out. And most people cannot do that. But the respect that he had, and uh, of those people, when he walked in and said, I'm out, yeah. I'm, I've changed my life, I'm a Christian, they were like, whatever you say, sir. That's right. And they let him lay down his patch and walk away. And so, like, his story is amazing. Uh, my old pastor, Raymond, uh, he was a devout atheist all of his life, um, and his story is amazing. I'd love to get them over here uh, from Shreveport to to tell their story. But well, We are going to have some amazing episodes, I can assure you. Yeah, if, if anybody uh, identifies with black sheep, it's definitely those two as well. Um, and I know, shout out to uh, Amanda uh, Bowen and oh, yeah, Amanda love- Dobbins and Tank. I see y'all out there, man. Shout out to those those guys and girls. Yeah. Um, they've always showed us support, and uh, we love y'all. And, yeah, so... Um, Thank you for your support. But give me more. Give me. I know you. You said that Jim brought up Isaiah fifty three. Mm-hmm. Um, give me more of that. Tell me. Tell me more of the definition of black sheep. If so you I, have to grab your Bible. Yeah, I'm up. Um, well, I'm just only say this about how the enemy will try to come against you. So oh, yeah, I've got this. We were talk, we, it, hold on. We were talking about this before we went on air. That that uh, that the enemy not only has been attacking uh, Brother Phoenix over there for. Uh, weeks now, but also start attacking our our equipment over here. Danny's like, uh, my camera has never not worked, yeah. so I have no idea what's going on. The computer shut down. We got to completely reboot Facebook and all of that. So the enemy is definitely doing his best to make sure that this podcast doesn't it's get out happen. there because we we want to talk about the deep stuff. This is not just on the surface stuff. Mm-mm. So, um, all right, so you some got of, your... some of these things are not going to be for children to hear, like young kids, you know, because you know the 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 testimonies that I of people that I'm going to bring in here are, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, it'll just be up to your discretion, right? You know, there won't be any cursing or anything like that, but I mean, there's going to be some horror stories, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff out there that that uh, some people have come come through, and and other people need to hear those testimonies, but I'm not sure that this is going to be the podcast for my. Yeah. 16, 15, and 11-year-old. <laughs> Shout out to Jennifer Frazier and Sarah Alicia. We love y'all, too. What's up? So, last Easter, uh, Jim, was, uh, he went through the whole chapter of 53, Isaiah 53. And if you look at the uh, green screen and you look at uh, the logo, it says Isaiah 53 on it. If you read the whole chapter, it goes along with the podcast. But when you get to eleven twelve of the message translation, it's, I think it's the only one that has the the actual words black sheep in it. But it says, out of the terrible travail of soul, he'll say that it's worth it and be glad he did it. Talking about dying for our sins. Through what he experienced, my righteous one, my servant, will make many righteous ones. So through Jesus Christ, he makes us righteous ones. Right. The ones that he saves, the ones that go to him are righteous ones now. As he himself carries the burden of their sins. All right. Therefore, 
I'll reward him extravagantly. Now, my point of view, he's not just talking about rewarding Jesus extravagantly. Right. He's talking about rewarding the righteous ones too. Right. Because we're like Jesus. Yeah. And he has done nothing but bless me and reward me since I've been, you know, walked in his will, been obedient, trust him, faithful, and repent. Right. Those are the five main things. Amen. Right? And we'll talk a lot about that in future episodes. But as he himself carries the burden of their sins, therefore I'll reward him extravagantly. The best of everything, the highest honors, because he looked death in the face and didn't flinch, because he embraced the company of the lowest. That's right. right. He took on his own shoulders the sin of the many. He took up the cause of all the black sheep. And when Jim, you know, when Jim hit that, you know, I didn't have my Bible in front of me, so that was just solidified it. This is what God wants me to do. Yeah. So the Spirit of the Lord is upon us the black sheep to go into that darkness through this platform. Right. And announce freedom to these people. Yeah. The great thing about this platform is, I mean, we can reach Millions. everybody. I mean, this all around the world, what Danny set me up to do on Podbean and what we're going to do on YouTube and TikTok, He set me up on a TikTok deal where it's going to take each episode and it's going to break down each episode and post it for me with subtitles and all that. So it would probably be like 10, that's great. Five with minute a, clips with our accents. Yeah, you know they're gonna need right. pod, they're gonna need uh, subtitles. Sure. Then there'll be a YouTube channel that I got to create tonight because I've been kind of forgot Slacker. to do. Slacker. Yeah, slacking. Then um, the other thing is like through Podbean, it's it goes to like 150 or 200 different platforms like uh, Apple. It goes to Spotify. Spotify. Are you listening yes. to me, Daniel? Let me out here. Now he's listening. <laughs> he looks like he's taking a nap. I was like, "What are you? Am I, are we boring you?" No, he's. Oh he's, my god, he's probably figuring out how to how to uh, send this all to oh, all okay. the things you're talking no, no, about, no, sir. No. So, is it 150 different po- podcast platforms for Podbeam? It's not quite 150. Um, uh, we got. Uh, Spotify, we've got Amazon, we have Apple, we have Google Podcasts, which is going to YouTube Music. Yeah, yeah. that's being converted over to uh, TuneIn, uh, Alexa. We've got um, iHeartRadio. We've got PodChaser. We've got um, maybe, gosh, I don't know, like Josh, are you listening to all this? Five or six <laughs> like th- uh, podcast platforms that I've never heard before. Um, ever, but we're on them. So, and that's worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> so that's worldwide. And, um, so, you know, um, not only that, but going, you know, you, you know, you call me brother Phoenix, right? So there, there's a story in itself behind that. Sure. My name's not brother Phoenix, of course, but so my mom was what? in, uh, yeah. so my mom was in radio, right? So she had her a moniker, I guess that's the name of it. So, you know, she had her own thing. She was an internet DJ. My father was in radio and TV. So um, this thing came up also while I was in prison um, with the Phoenix, right? So that kept getting confirmed to me. But it's like, I didn't, I really wrestled with that to do that. You know, it's like, I don't, I mean, everybody knows me as John, you know, but there's like, you know, for all these people to reach. But what that means is, it's like really, the confirmation came this week, really, because I, w- I wasn't going to do it, but my TikTok name is Brother Phoenix, and I don't know what made me pick that. I don't really don't even remember when I made the 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 uh, account. I don't know why I picked that. It was all through the whole no, no, I'm pretty I sure I blocked you at first, you know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. So it's like, so I did that, on you know, 
unknowingly at the time. And then, so all this confirmation came this week, like, Phoenix came up like four times in confirmation this week. I'm like, okay, fine, Brother Phoenix it is. So what that means is it's a symbol for death and rebirth, all right? So going back into my testimony, I don't know. I couldn't count how many times I OD'd on heroin and fentanyl. And how I survived all that, I have, well, I can explain it. Right. It's Jesus. God it's the Holy Spirit. He did you. not want me to die, and he was not going to let me, the enemy take me away. Right. So there was death in that. I was literally dead for almost 30 minutes at UMC one time, and I will tell that story one day because it's a funny story. It's really, I mean, it's funny now. That's right. But, he died. It was hilarious. Yeah, I'm literally woke up. I mean, I'll, I'll tell a little <laughs> bit of it right now, but I literally, um, <laughs> when I come out of the hospital, I was wearing nothing but a gown and some boxer shorts and all that and was walking from UMC all the way down to Fondren. <laughs> at least you had a gown on. Yeah, I was like, I had a gown. But they didn't send me out with shoes or anything. But anyway, all right, so that's a story for another time. But anyway, so there's, uh, there's death in that. And then my death, uh, you know, in sin and rebirth into Jesus Christ. Christ. So I, t- I, I will take on that name, Brother Phoenix, as long as I'm recording. You don't have to call me that on the street. Please don't. But <laughs> What's up, BP? What's up, BP? Brother yeah. Phoenix? But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really excited no, about I, this. You know what? I like, I like you using the, the moniker Brother Phoenix just because, like, for the— for those that don't know you personally, you know, this is, it kind of helps tell your story just and, in a name. Yeah, and it, and if you think about it, it's like, yeah, this death and rebirth, and I can have that. It's not just me. It's it's Jesus, and anybody can be a phoenix, and anybody can be a black sheep. Amen. You know, Amen. So. Me, I, I'm just Palmer, because yeah. I mean, everybody already knows knows my name, so. And I'll tell you, one uh, shout out to my sister, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. Grantham, her and her husband, uh, she got her two-year chip last night, and Gino got his one-year chip. But one of the first confirmations for that came when I really got started to get close with her was she's got a son named Phoenix. And I loved how she spelled it, too. I thought it was really cool how she spelled it. I think it's like P-H-Y or F-Y. You know, I can't remember, but I know it's all like a Y in the middle of there. So, See, if I if I had a name Phoenix, I, it'd be with an F just because I'm from Louisiana. Oh, look, Eddie's on. Hey, Eddie. BP. Big shout out to EP, Eddie Poole. That's right. Eddie Hello, Poole. Penny. How are you doing, sweetie? Hey, Vincent. Shout out to y'all. Hey, Jenny. Gabby said your brother. Oh Phoenix. no, the the G babies. They they call oh, me, they've been babies. calling me brother Phoenix Sorry. for a hot minute. So uh, that's where it came from. Well, that's part of it. So you know. who's the G babies? The grand, uh, Jenny's grandbabies. Oh, the grandbabies. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Jenny's my bestie, man. She's uh she's been very supportive through all oh, this, man. I can't th- yeah, she's gonna be on the show. She's gonna be on the show. She's gonna do an episode, and it's gonna be probably one of the best episodes, I think, because she's got a testimony of her own about this, about all of this. Yeah, we could probably and, do one show of her testimony and then yeah. a completely different show of her testimony about you. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's 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 deep. But the cool thing about it is she reminded me the other day Thanks, that I wrote letters to her from prison prophesying all this stuff happening not just with this podcast because i wrote down everything and I, she was the only one i had communication with so i was digging up my prison letters the other day and i'm looking for all this stuff but that's confirmation that all of this is real i mean god is real he does and they talk all to say us. please take me back please take yeah, me back please, please take, take me back. back but you know um <laughs> you know another thing that god told me in prison that that it, he said that i was going to have my own business a remodel type business where i was going to be employing people um, out of sober living houses and that are coming out of addiction because a lot, to be honest, a lot of the guys that are coming out of that, you know, that's construction background, you know? Right. And, um, 
yeah, that door just swung wide open. Um, yeah, it's 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 great to have people like you that that um, accept that background because yeah. there are so many people out there when they see that gap in your employment history and you say, "Well, I was in the penitentiary." Eh, you know, next, yeah, they're like, "Nope, mm-hmm. no, thank you." And to, to be quite honest, maybe some have a right to be, you know, to feel that way, but there's a lot of people coming out of jail nowadays that that. Uh, have changed their life. Absolutely. They're especially here in Rankin County. Cause we're not trying to just change your life as far as like, we don't want you to do what you did again, but we're trying to change your life. Are they, they trying to change your life in the fact that we're trying to introduce you into Jesus. That's right. You know? Yeah. And they're, they're doing big things like kingdom moves, Aubrey and Brand, Aubrey Pridgen and Brandy Pridgen. They're making kingdom moves in that jail, man, because Amen. that, that trustee program works. And it's uh, it's 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 faith based. I don't know how many thousands of people have been baptized in the jail, and and through that trustee program, they they get to go work. They come help with our events. They come help with Night of Hope. They uh, they. I mean, I think I even saw They're one trustee. Treat them like humans. Like humans, yeah. And they, I think some um, at some point you get to a, a level where you're actually literally making money, and you get you know right. you get. Some some yeah, I mean, ease into freedom, and a lot they, of these they people, bring them to church on Sundays. A lot of these so. guys are are racking up um, bills. They're yeah. you know of uh, uh, restitution. That, yeah, and not racking that, up restitution well, and it, not that, being able to pay it off because well, they're in jail. Right, but they come out with money in their pockets so they yeah, can go ahead it. and go get a vehicle. Amen. You know, how it are they not working? A, how are they not adopting this program in other Everywhere. facilities? Like why why are no, we? That, why is this not a thing? How is it Mississippi is doing this? And, yeah, and you know. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there are trustee programs in other places, or whatever, but not like this. So, one thing I'd like to shine a light on is that. Yeah. You know, Can we get the governor in here. Yeah, Tater. <laughs> where you at, Tater? Where get you at, the, Tater? We need to talk. We'll get the governor in here. Can we get so, Trump in here? Can we? Just yeah. So, uh, toward the end of this, whoever's watching, uh, we are going to do a Q and A. If you want to ask some questions, yeah, we are going to do a Q and A. If you want to ask some questions about know anything but we are going to do a second episode tonight with uh uh lane price he should be here anytime he might be here now he's probably knocking on the door oh uh, yeah but uh <laughs> we're going to do an episode with him and we're gonna we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about some lust tonight you know he's got a very powerful um uh devotion I yeah i was about to say I, it's not a testimony it's not a testimony we're, um, we're going to it's a, a topic it is definitely a topic it's a topic and, that, uh, that he kind of overheard so uh, we'll let him talk about it. We'll yeah, let him get on that. So, uh, but we're, we're going to do that. So if we want to just go ahead and do a little Q and a, you want to do that? Yeah. Y'all got any questions? I got answers. I'm just kidding. Brother Fing's got, got some answers. All right. So Jenny asked, is that when you walked to where I was? Yes. That's, that's when she's, I, she's talking about when you were yeah, half we, naked walking down the street. Yeah. So, out here's, of UMC. All right, so I, we got some time. I'll say what happened. So I, this was my first big OD really. And I was literally dead for about 30 minutes. And, uh, I was literally hovering in the room, right? Outside of my body. It was not going that way. I can tell you. <laughs> I know I wasn't, did not feel anything like that, but I could tell, I knew what was going on in the vicinity. Right. So there's a doctor in there and like two nurses, right? And um, the doctor wasn't even going to do anything. He just threw his hands up and said, this one's, this one's, there's nothing we can do for this one. He's, he's gone. And the nurse grabbed him by the, elbow and said well can let's just try let's just try the uh what do you call it stuff narcan let's just try the narcan and see if that works let's just try it ain't gonna hurt to try 
That's right. So, he's already dead. Might as well try whatever we can to yeah, bring him back. Right. So they hit me with a Narcan, and I'm slammed back in my body like at a fat thousand miles an hour. I'm talking about it is painful to get hit with Narcan. I promise you. Don't me. worry, Amanda. We knew what you meant. Yeah, what's just, let's see. What, what did Amanda say? Shout out Christy Ben and Shanks. Brian Bailey trustee program is all God. That's right. Governor Tate Reeves actually approved it to be available in other counties, con- counties in Mississippi counties. last year. It went into two other counties in central Mississippi County jails. And, well, I did not know that. So that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad they're doing that. And uh, if you scroll up a little bit, let me see. Counties. Okay. So they are they are acclimating that in other places though. That's great. That's awesome. But anyway, back to my story. So, so anyway, uh, they hit me with an Narcan. I come out of it and I'm screaming for my sister Amanda because the first thing that hit my mind was she had that same heroin and I was scared it was gonna kill her. So I mean, I'm literally screaming oh, out her yeah, name. Yeah. So and I think, man, it was. I mean, I don't really want to get in too much right now, but the Narcan. I mean, it was like a. Ten, I, I felt like I could have probably picked up a building and threw it, you know. <laughs> but like he but anyway, so they kept me for about an hour or so after that, and I didn't have my phone. I didn't have my clothes. They had cut my clothes off of me. And um, so next thing I know, it's like I don't know anybody's phone number, you know. And So I just start walking down. What's the name of that road UMC is on? Anyway, not Gallatin. Um Woodrow Wilson. I start walking down Woodrow Wilson. As sun's coming up at this point, and so cute. the sun literally shined on your behind. Yeah, it did. Cute little butt <laughs> hanging out, and I'm just trudging, no shoes on, and I walked all the way to a fellow drug user's house. <laughs> what month was this? Was it cold? Was no, it hot? No, I think it. I think it was. It wasn't cold. Okay, it was not I, cold. I remember that. But um, uh, anyway, some friends happened to be there. Uh, and uh, I walked in. I mean, I just literally, I just walked in, and I fell out right there on the couch. And uh, I, I wasn't conscious very long. And then I think I woke up like a day later or something, still in the gown. Talk about warfare, baby. I've been through it, man. Yeah, you, you'd have you, to ask uh, Jenny for the rest. I mean, I you know. definitely have a testimony there, sir. Hey, Amanda Massey, how are you, beautiful? Where's Donnie at? I know he's got to be watching this too. Thank just, y'all for thank y'all for watching. We love y'all. I wonder if they're still in. That's one Mobile. look. That that's one I'd like to. That that's a couple I'd like to get in here. Is Amanda and Donnie? Man, they've got they've got a good testimony too. And Miss Amanda, she's the one that him. Amanda and Donnie are the ones that did my my session, my abiding free session. I'm talking about them. Demons do not like Amanda Masson. <laughs> they do not. They can't look. She don't put up with it. <laughs> she does not put up with it. Yes, Vince. There's many ways you can help with this ministry. A million dollars would be awesome. Yeah, that would be I'm great. Just now, anything we get, you know, it'll go to pay uh, uh, for like new equipment. Um, high, high you know, um, I'll take some of it and I'll either put it in an Idaho or all things new. Um, it'll take care of Palmer's gas and and uh, Bucky's bill. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Danny's gas and whatever. Eventually, we're going to get upgrade. Black Sheep and Unashamed sponsored by Bucky's. Yeah, and then we got. That's I mean, uh, I've already. Uh, you know, I, I've got a link. I guess uh, Danny could put a link up there for the shirt. I've already put up some shirts. Uh, there's a. You got a spring. If you want to order a shirt, uh, you can go to springtees.com. He's putting the link up now. No, that's not uh, how you spell it. It's B U C E E. Um, there you go. Right you know, there. we'll eventually have hoodies, beans, you know, any, Bucky's. like I said, uh, 
we'll set up something for a love offering, you know, all that, you know, whatever. We'll we'll put that into some uh, either, like I said, either all things new, or, um, um, if not, I hope, you know. Amen. You know, Amen. So. Yeah, or Danny's salary for doing yeah, all the things yeah, that he de- does. definitely got to pay Danny some money. He look, let me let me be, let me talk about Danny for a minute. Can I talk about Danny? Please do, because okay. this is the first time I've ever I've all ever right. met Danny. And all right, so he's got a beautiful studio here, and I had no idea where I was going or who I was coming to hang out with, other than you. Let so. me tell you something. This dude is a certain brother in Christ. Now I knew this from the second I talked to him on the phone before I even met him. So like I'm I'm talking to him. I, I meet him. I get his number from Clay Edwards, and I call him up to talk about promoting the recovery fest and um you know in the in the studio where it's like yeah yeah he's all he jumps all over he's he's all about it so we set up this meeting over at his house and before this he asked me if i'd ever done an ice bath would you mind getting your mic ready oh you got an ice bath yeah he's got an ice bath okay so i want i'd like for him to explain what this is before i finish the story okay so an ice bath is something that i started about eight months ago and um, I get in the water. It's 42 degrees. I converted a deep free, a 10 cubic foot deep freezer. Uh, I put a tarp in it and keep it at 42 degrees. And I get in for five minutes every single day. I haven't missed a day. Five yeah, yeah. And what it does is it trains you to be calm in chaos and to really train yourself because your body is saying, "Hey, get um, me out. I'm dying." Please get me out of here immediately and with great vigor. Yep. And you train yourself, no, 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 we're going to stick with this for five minutes. And what that does is throughout the day when hard things come, you know, come your way and the, you know, the devil is tempting you and, and, and um, you know, throwing hard things your way, you, you can kind of revert back to that. No, 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 no. We did some hard stuff for five minutes right. last we, night. We've already been we can get the through this. Yeah. So it's 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 a great opportunity to uh, um, learn how to to be at, at peace with chaos. So, John, did you get in the ice bath? No. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. So, me and Eddie Poole pull up at this house. I'm about to give me an ice bath, by the way. I mean, I'll Somebody's probably try. Me one. I mean, I'll probably try it, man. You know, I'm y'all come over do it I'm, anytime. We'll do a podcast. In I it. mean, look, my addictive personality, <laughs> man. You know. Okay, so let's talk about your addictive personality because honestly, and you can attest to this, Danny, that um, getting in that ice bath about a minute and a half in, you're going to get a release of dopamine that you've sure. never had before. Absolutely, and you're going to love. It's going to mm-hmm. wake you up. Now. I have yet to do one because I I don't have access or haven't had access to one. But this is I've been researching this. You do now, brother. Right. I've been researching this for so long. Robbie Faircloth. And then I, I actually Robbie got Faircloth. got my boy Grady. Uh, he he bought a portable um, ice bath, and now he's actually ordered a, a much better one. But he's going to give me his portable one. Sweet. Um, so that I can have at the house. But yeah, man, I've been researching this whole ice bath for okay. so long. All right. Well. And your addictive personality, and my addictive personality, dude, you would you wouldn't be able to get rid of me. I'd be at your house all the time. I, well, I'm three o'clock saying. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> hey Palmer, I need to get in that. Just ice hop bath, the man. fence. It's cool. Palmer, I need a fix, man. I gotta get in this ice bath, bro. No, I'm telling you, man. Like Jessica Nicole Hancock says, I have to try it, so I probably will, man. If she's down for it, you know. If she's if she's uh if she's backing it, then she, I know she wouldn't like Wait, it. Wait, what's me, definitely so. different, Vince? Well, he, he's breath? probably just saying, yeah, that sounds definitely different, but. Robbie Prayercloth has 32 months sobriety today. What up, bro? Yeah, 
All right, so thirty-two months. How many? That's almost three years, bro. Whew. That's four months shy of three years. That's what I'm coming up on in March. I can't count that. March, high. March. I take my boots off. March 11th. I'll be three years, bro. So, anyway, so me and Eddie pull and uh, pull up. It's Eddie pull and I. Eddie. Oh. <laughs> uh. Amber Th- Thomason. Uh. Thomason. <laughs> we had Amber Thomason on the uh, Unashamed Recovery podcast. I remember that she, episode. <laughs> she was a, she's a grammar police. She's a, she's grammar, a grammar, grammar Karen. She is. She she's is. a grammar. She's absolutely amazing, but she is she a grammar I police. haven't met her yet. Kosha was talking to me about Amber today. Shout out to Kosha Jean for making me beautiful today with my beard. It's certainly bearding. It's never bearded like this before. I don't know she did about a great job. beautiful. Wait, John and Paul. Yeah, <laughs> the new duo. I don't know about beautiful, but uh, yeah, she, she, she did something she over did there. She did a good job. She always does a good And job. she was telling me about Amber today. She's, like, pretty tight with her. So I haven't met Amber yet, but I heard that episode. And, uh, yeah, she's a grammar Karen. I heard that. And so are you now, grammar Karen. <laughs> you're welcome. Grammar Karen. I know. You're welcome. You're a grammar maybe, Karen. You, maybe I'll stop going by Palmer and just be grammar Karen. Yeah, GK. GK. Yeah, GK. <laughs> All right, so anyway, I pulled me yeah, the ice bag. Eddie, okay. Pool and I pull up to uh, – Captain uh, Ducky Shorts over there. And I don't know what else to call him. Uh, I'll describe this. So I pull up, and uh, Amanda Dobbins is on her way, and she's with her daughter. And I know this, that she's on her way with her daughter. To have How do you meeting. say her last name? I never knew Dobbins? That. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so before she gets there. Just kidding, Amanda. <laughs> Danny walks outside with his rubber ducky shorts on and a rubber ducky robe. Was it a robe? Rubber ducky. Just a shirt. Just a, an outfit. Yeah, it was a, a, an ensemble, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I know about died because I'd never met this dude. I'd only talked to him on the phone, and I almost fell that out. That is the I, way to meet well, somebody right there. It's like I know that Amanda's on her way with her daughter. It's like, press is like six, I think. That's probably so, why I put it on. I'm like, oh, Lord, what have I gotten myself into, and what am I getting Eddie into, and what am I getting him in? Anyway, so we go have this meeting in his backyard. All right, we're about to have this meeting, and he... Before we even start, he jumps off in this ice boat. He's and like, I'm going to sit in this for a little yeah. while and talk. So, and, and look, it didn't even phase him. <laughs> I was looking at and He's like, you know, you're next. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing this in front of people. I mean, Did anybody else get in? No. 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 But, I mean, I'm thinking about it, man. I'll, I'll probably do it, you know. All right. Shout Ooh. out to Steve and Tara. Aaron, they will be I guests. love those guys. I love them to death. They're a shout out Broken Chains. Amen. Man, they were doing. They were making kingdom moves over there. I loved them to death, man. I have comments. And Is it Steve or Tara that's typing? I think right now, but it is so on time for this. I feel it in my bones. I agree. Look, this is look. I I really am very, very passionate about this. If you can't tell, well, I definitely know because you've been blowing me up, saying, "Hey, we need to get this podcast going." I know, man. He's like, on- he's like, come up with some ideas. I'm like, I'm yeah. not the idea guy. I'm, I guess not when it comes to podcasts. I'm more of the. Um, that's why I said I didn't know what to call me. I didn't know if I am I a co-host or not. I'm more of a guide because it's not that Did I. Did you just say I'm more of a god? Guide. Guide. I know. I'm just kidding. So. I'm more of a guide because, like, even though I've never been in radio, I feel like um, I have a I have the gift of gab. Oh yeah. So I can definitely. You were born for this. I can definitely help keep the conversation going when when there's not a whole lot to say. Josh and Drew said today on on the episode that we did on one of the episodes that we did, he's like, um, Palmer has, a has, uh, there are times when Palmer just throws things out. He's fishing for something. He doesn't know what he's looking for, but he's just throwing it out. And I was like, yeah, I was fishing for something. Y'all were supposed to come in. And, and I was looking for the name of this lady's, uh, ministry. 
and I could not, could not get it off the top of my head. I was like trying to stall, and neither one of them saved me. Yeah. So I'm going to have to edit that part out of the, yeah. <laughs> the podcast. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Um, oh, we wow. are going to pause for is the that, calls. Is, is Lane that, is sitting outside. I'm about to say, isn't that Lane? Yeah, Lane is sitting outside patiently waiting. And uh, so we're going we're gonna, to uh, stop this live and uh, prepare for the next episode. And we'll do that one live, too. If y'all want to stick around, um, just uh, hang tight. And we'll, be right, we'll be back in about, what? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. He's going to pause the live or? No, we got to do a whole new live. Redo the yeah. whole thing. Okay, so just give us about 15 minutes and we'll be right back. We love y'all.